You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Give Your Life Away podcast, Revelation 3, 1 through 6 in the Epistle Project is our passage for today. The Spirit of God writes this to us, And to the angel of the church in Sardis write, The words of him who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works. You have the reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up and strengthen what remains and is about to die, for I have not found your works complete in the sight of my God. Remember then what you have received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know at what hour I will come against you. Yet you have still a few names in Sardis, people who have not soiled their garments, and they will walk with me in white, for they are worthy. The one who conquers will be clothed thus in white garments, and I will never blot his name out of the book of life. I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches." The church at Sardis was an outwardly faithful church, but the inwardly dead church is what they were. It is possible to have a vibrant ministry as a church from an outsider's perspective, while at the same time actually being dead according to Christ's perspective, who can see the heart. In light of this passage, I want to point out three observations. First, repentance is for Christians also. Some people have argued that repentance is not necessary for Christians. It's not something that should characterize the Christian life. Repentance is what unbelievers do to enter the kingdom of God. Then after that, there's no longer a need for it. These letters to the seven churches prove that that idea is false. Repentance is for believers. Five out of the seven churches are exhorted to repent in Revelation 2 and 3, including this church that was practically dead when they appeared to be alive. Second, repentance and going back to basics is where you go when you are dying spiritually. Christians can have seasons of weakness. If you've been a Christian for any length, you understand this about your soul, and I understand it about mine. There can be, instead of a a spirit of vitality, there can be seasons of lifelessness. So what do you do in order to wake up? You repent. Tell the Lord that you've been spiritually dead. Admit to him what he already knows. This is humility, and the Lord honors humility. After repenting before the Lord, you go back to the basics. We can get this from this passage as well. Christ says to remember what you've received and heard and do it. So go back to the realities of what you've received, the gospel. Go back to the realities of the gospel. Rehearse them in your mind. Remind yourself of who you were before Christ, how enslaved to sin you were before Christ. Remind yourself about the love of God in the fact that he's given you his son. Remind yourself of the fact that he died for sin. He didn't just wave a magic wand over sin. He died for sin. Remind yourself of the fact that he rose again. He gives new life, and he gives it to you. So rehearse these basic truths of the faith back to yourself in maybe a a self-conversation. Remember the basics of the faith. Remember to love the Lord your God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And remember to love your neighbor as yourself. So what I'm saying here is go back to the basics of your faith. This is what Christ calls this church to repent and go back to what you've received. 
The third and final observation I want to make is this. Salvation is by the grace of God alone, through faith in Christ alone. Now we know that, but here's what I want you to see. We know that works matter. Works are important. We know, Ephesians 2, that faith is a gift from God. It's not because of works that we achieve salvation or earn salvation. It's not based on works so that none may boast, Ephesians 2 says. With that being said, there's a lot at the end of these letters to the churches about overcoming, about being victorious. Christ calls us to do good works. Understand this. Salvation is by grace, 100%. 100% grace but we will be judged by our works. It's not that these works save us, but when we are saved and regenerated, he puts in our hearts to do good works. Good works are the fruit of our salvation. That's why we can be judged by them. They point back to something that he's done in our life. That's also stated in Ephesians 2, actually. We are saved by grace, but exhorted strongly to be zealous about good works. So we're called to conquer, to endure, to walk with God, to repent, and all of these letters to the churches in Revelation. So don't fall into the trap that says, I'm saved by grace, therefore effort doesn't matter. Oh yes, it does. The one who strives to be holy is actually the one who was changed by God. He says, strive to enter through the narrow gate. So continue striving to obey your Lord. And as you do, eagerly anticipate the rewards that are to come. In this case, he says, the one who conquers will be clothed thus in white garments, and I will never blot his name out of the book of life. I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. What promises these are from the mouth of our Lord. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are-